Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I'm Brad, here with Doug. Hi. This is an exciting time. We just finished up the PS5 reveal event, uh, showing off the first set of games. I don't know if they're the first set of games, but a good set of games that we've seen for the PS5 now. Um, And just being able to take a look at that, go through a bunch of them. We got to see the console and it's really weird design. Mm -hmm. But overall, I thought it was an awesome awesome way to start out some of this ps5 stuff looking at these games and they just had they had 26 games in total and almost all of them looked interesting in some way yeah that's true i think um i'm trying to think like was it so your first impression just like i think it was like a pretty good conference i'm trying to think if i'm thinking like just e3 conferences in general because it's a it's an e3 conference right that's like what it is yeah oh yeah that's 100 percent what it is Um, i think a little above average. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah, I'll say it was good. It was pretty good. I was pretty good. I was not blown. Yeah. I was. I was disappointingly not blown away, which is such a stupid expectation. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's weird because it it was bookended so well. Yes. Yeah. That's that true. the middle just even though as I'm going through, I'm like that looks so cool, and I was writing through our outline for this, and I was like, oh yeah, that game was cool. Oh yeah, that game looked cool. It's just those bookends on the end were such heavy hitters yeah. that by the time you got to the middle, and you're like. Returnal looked kind of cool, and whatever Jet was, that looked kind of cool, but you're like, oh yeah, but they did Spider-Man and Horizon, and then, and there's this weird back and forth on the ends that the middle just almost, almost by like just being littler stuff. Yeah. made it feel a little slower than you would have liked yeah it's it's kind of weird because i just feel like with a console for for some dumb reason for like a console reveal it's like everything's gonna be a heavy hitter but it's like i don't think it's ever been true with any console reveal ever no, <laughs> um, no. it's just it's an also, E3 conference it's like you have the big games and you have the little games and for some reason i was just like every big game ever every dream come true I was like why did i have this ex- expectation especially oh with yeah COVID, we should have seen hovering in the background <laughs> We should have seen Final Fantasy 16 and 7 Remake 2 and a new Kingdom Hearts and God of War 2. And you know what? Ghost of Tsushima has, is about to come out, so we should have seen Ghost of Tsushima 2. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. where's Naughty Dog's next? But I think, I almost feel like this was very much, um, Nintendo likes to do this, a look at the next year and a half. Sure, I, I hope. I think that's a good that's a good point, actually. Because yeah. almost everything had gameplay, which means everything's fairly far along. First party Sony wise, at least. For, Obviously, okay, there were a couple. There's like two. There games were a couple. Like, there's definitely not. <laughs> there were a couple, but like Gran Turismo had gameplay. Ratchet and Clank yeah. had gameplay. Spider Man had gameplay. Horizon, I think it, maybe it did. There were a couple was, scenes that looked there was like stuff there that was like clearly in game shots, which looked effing insane. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. So I think that that gave me this feeling that at least first party, this is what we're gonna see launch until probably holiday 2021 yeah or into early 2022 and they're not going like well three years from now Mm -hmm. god war 2 is going to blow your mind yeah it it, it, the thing i think is kind of fun to think about is like the way that i'm seeing a lot of this it's like we're starting at the end of the ps4 generation which is kind of exciting like the end of the ps4 generation i think is like way way stronger than even probably the end of the ps3 or end of ps2 like we're ending on such a cool high point that like that's the starting point for ps5 and that's kind of how i saw it it's just like a little hop over to ps5 not like a jump oh yeah 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 and i think you could kind of tell in that that these are early games these are not end of generation games because i think with a couple exceptions, a lot of these did have that feeling of almost PS4-ness to them, where you're like, yeah. you know, if you put that side-by-side with Last of Us Part Two, uh, I don't know if I'm noticing it too much. I think there were yeah. a couple exceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, Gran Turismo 7 looked super impressive with some of the shadows, especially coming into the car and the gameplay and everything with the lighting there. Yeah. Um, NBA obviously looked great. Horizon looked great. Ratchet's the one where I saw and went, 
this game looks like something I don't think would run on a PS4 with yeah. the weird dimension and how quickly things were shifting. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's kind of an important thing that's going to kind of to me I think kind of I think I think a thing we're going to keep going back to is like I think that the reason I wasn't blown away was because I would say the graphic wise it was good, but there's a lot of stuff I felt like maybe graphically couldn't be on PS4, but gameplay wise could be. Yeah, um, I think Horizon is like when I was looking at Horizon, I was like that's definitely not on PS4. But even like, yeah. but and then Ratchet, I felt Ratchet and Horizon, I felt like the only ones that really showed something that like is some unique aspect that definitely couldn't be on PS4 um, uh, because it yeah. wasn't just graphics to me. Like that wasn't just graphics. It's like oh, that's something a little bit beyond just that. That so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that does hover over it a little bit, but that's always the. I think you had the same feeling going into PS4 from PS3, where you had the last of us just coming out and kind of seeing Killzone Shadowfall and going, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm trying to. Th- that's actually what I was trying to think. I was trying to think. I think that shot though, because the Killzone Shadowfall, if I remember, has this shot where you're going over the city and then landing. Yep. That was yeah, super like. Intro. Whoa! But then it's but then the gameplay started. You're like, oh, it's, it's Killzone. <laughs> it's Killzone. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, anyway, so let's get into some of these games and kind of mm-hmm. talk through this. Uh, it did start weird with a lot of PS4 and Grand Theft Auto V. I don't even want to get into that and how yeah. weird that was and why that was there. It it almost felt like a, we said four, we're starting at four. We know some of you aren't going to be here till 405. So we'll just, we'll give you a little Grand Theft Auto for those of you who got here on time. Yeah, and that was really We'll weird. start at 405. But um, I don't even want to talk about that because that's like a whole weird thing. So really, I think the show proper started off with Spider-Man Miles Morales, which I was definitely not expecting to see a Spider-Man game this early already. Yeah. Um, Didn't expect to see something led by Miles Morales and Mm -hmm. definitely didn't expect it to be launch window. Yeah, I think that I think the Miles Morales because I went back because I I'm not I think we've talked before. It's like I'm not a huge fan of the Spider-Man game, but that opening shot is just so, so, so cool because you're like, <laughs> what game is this? Because yeah. the thought is like, what game is this? And then there's the voiceover. It's like, that's kind of a cool voiceover. It's like, wait, is this Spider-Man? And it's like, wait a second, is that Miles? And it's yeah. just like, boom, Miles. And I was just like, oh, that, it was so neat because I, I really love Into the Spider-Verse. And I, and I like that they carried over some of that style. Um, yeah, you kind of had the graffiti it. tag ending. You had a lot of the same kind of tonal things, I think, there that you did in that movie. Yeah, and the color was uh, like super heightened as well, which is yep. kind of neat. Like, I think I think Spider Man like it has like these like nice orange hues that were kind of very similar to the movies, and this one was just like very similar, kind of into, into the Spider Verse color schemes and stuff. I was like, this actually looks pretty neat. I think that I think that game didn't blow me away though. As the first, like this is the first PS5 game. I wasn't blown away. I was like, that's a pretty good character model though. <laughs> I think because you only really see a few seconds of gameplay in there after the cool opening shot. Yeah. I almost feel like they didn't want to show this one because it does have that lost legacy. We're kind of probably working on the same engine. This isn't going to be the game that's going to blow you away. It's going to blow you away because you're going, Oh shit, I can play new Spider-Man already. Yeah. yeah, And that's the, that's the shocking part of this. It's not, Oh my gosh, look at how good this looks. It's that shock of we're doing Spider-Man. We're doing miles more else. It's coming out pretty much around launch because it's holiday that's the stuff that kind of blows you away. And then you get those little pieces of gameplay. And you're like, okay, there's definitely some cool stuff there. It definitely looks a little bit better, but yeah. Nah. Yeah. I was, I was kind of disappointed. It just, it wasn't Spider-Man two miles Morales or something like that. It, it's like, okay, we are playing the half game game, but it's like, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. Like lost legacy is probably the yep. best uncharted game. It's or no, it depends. It's okay. All right. <laughs> gameplay wise. <laughs> it's the best uncharted game. Uh, okay. You might have all right. Fine, that, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think I do think too. It's one of those things where 
it's something that I feel like with all this stuff going around that I feel like Sony knew this will be ready at launch regardless. Sure. We yeah. need something big first party. Let's have this little half game Spider-Man in our back pocket so that way we can go, okay, if Horizon doesn't make it, if Ratchet and Clank doesn't make it, especially now when you've got all the COVID stuff and who knows from people working from home and where things are at. Yeah. This is the thing that we know we can get there at launch. Yeah. It was actually really crazy. If you look at the if you look at the view numbers on those videos, like Miles Morales has like twice or three times as many views as any other trailer. It's like, oh, this is like this is for real. <laughs> like this is uh I mean, this, yeah. They know what they're doing. It's yeah. Miles Morales is way more popular at the moment than Peter Parker. That's true. You've yeah. got Spider-Man, which is huge across the board between MCU into the Spider-Verse, that Spider-Man game. I mean, Spider-Man's got to be up there as probably one of the more popular superheroes at the moment. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they know how to do the business. Yeah. Um, moving on, second game. Um, we won't spend much time on this one because it's Gran Turismo. Yeah. Um, it's Gran Turismo 7. It's the next full Gran Turismo game. It's not like Sport was where it feels kind of half game-ish. But, oh, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it looked pretty. I I feel like this is actually I, I think I think this actually kind of to me brings up kind of an important point with just I always felt like even with PS2, even PS2 gen and like moving to PS3 especially, it's like because there's certain genres that try to hit realism, they start looking very similar. Yep. You could have easily told me this was Forza or any other sport oh. or or Project Cars 4 or pro, or you know anything. And they're all just like to me they're all just like converging into the single game that I'm having a hard time. Like Forza Horizon I think is like okay, that one I get is like a different game, but like yeah. Forza Motorsport and Project Cars and Gran Turismo they're all like especially cuz they're looking so similar now. It's like really hard like where I don't if I ever get into the genre it doesn't really seem like there's like a huge difference anymore between those types of games. I mean, I think I think a lot of it comes in the progression and everything. I think that's almost why they showed off that weird little like map where you're clicking through different things. Yeah, the living game almost, kind of thing. I feel like that's kind of where the differences come in these games at this point. Because sure. again, the last Gran Turismo I think I played might have been three, and mm-hmm. I haven't played a fourth of in forever. So obviously not an expert speaking on this, but again, from a not fan perspective on this genre. That's the only difference that I see is sure. what's my progression system? How am I going through? Do I have to start in a Mazda Miata like I had to do in 2002 yeah. or do I get to start in a Lamborghini? Yeah. And it probably, I wonder if it also comes down to like who has what cars sort of thing too. Yeah. But it's, it's just, it's interesting because I feel like this is going to kind of not just racing games, but just games in general, because everything's becoming such, so much more realistic that a lot of games are looking similar because they all look so good. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that's where stuff like the next game, Ratchet and Clank, yeah. stand out so much better because mm-hmm. it's unique, because it's able to do some different things. It's not going for, look how many hairs are there, and look how the hair moves, and ooh, look at all the details we have on the dashboard. It's, look at this cool, crazy world we made, and look at all yeah. the cool different um, art styles we've got, and look at all the cool different characters, and look at all the cool different things we're doing. But that game, I think, might have been the game that, was the most impressive in this entire presentation, which feels weird to say about Ratchet and Clank, but sure. I really see just looking at that one, their use of the clear use of tech that they're doing with the solid state drive and yeah, how you can cool. move through things. The just overall, just it looks gorgeous. There's so many people running around. Yeah, and I like all that. Of I like those that. shots. Yeah. There's normal. It looks like Ratchet and Clank, but as you look closer, you're like, there's like actual other people here that are just kind of like checking out what's going on, which I don't think you saw on other. Yeah. I don't games. think, I don't think I'm trying to think like, but I, I know that they had like, I know the PS3 games had a little bit of the bystander stuff, but like not too much in the PS4. Like they kind of did, but this was like, this to me kind of like fulfilled that sort of like 
you're in a living city thing, which I think yeah. Ratchet and Clank always kind of implied, but never really nailed. Because like, I mean, if you look, if you look at a Ratchet and Clank environment, there's a lot of stuff moving around, a lot of things happening, but there's not a lot of like people and things in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's really cool because I think Ratchet and Clank's always been kind of a superhero game, and it's kind of cool adding that um, bystander aspect of superhero games, like yeah. as part of the next gen stuff. I will say, like when the gameplay started, though, it's like, yep, it's Ratchet and Clank. Um, with some cool additional stuff, but it's still shooting. It's still ratchet and clanking. So I, I think I, it looks amazing. It's probably the game I'd actually buy a PS5 for, um, but it still did feel pretty ratchet and clanky once you got down like brass tacks when they was actually just doing like, here's a gameplay segment. It's like, okay, yeah, that's ratchet and clank. <laughs> yeah, and I think they shut off a little bit of that portal jumping thing, which I think yeah. is really the only new new aspect there. And that was yeah, a exactly, through, exactly. through exploration. And they used a little bit in combat, but... I mean, it's it's one of those things, too, where Ratchet and Clank is not a series at this point that I feel like has been overly saturated to the point where, like, oh, God, it's just another Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Which is the feeling I see every time I see a new Assassin's Creed. <laughs> sure. Like, oh, okay, God, that's a good just, point. It's that's just good. A, yeah. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank, it's gone like, okay, the last one we had was the weird remake in, what, 2017, 16? Yeah. And then before that had been a couple of years. So it's like, okay, we really haven't had a proper new Ratchet game in, what, probably seven, eight years, maybe? Sure, sure. I, 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 I get what I, you're I, saying. I get I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, so I think that's where that one can kind of kind of drift in a little bit and just go, yeah, it's more Ratchet and Clank. But you're going, oh, man, it's more Ratchet and Clank because I just, you haven't seen it. It'd be the same thing yeah. as if you brought back Jack and Daxter and you're like, oh, man, this looks just like Jack, too. Yeah. Like, well, I haven't played Jack Two in fifteen years, so sweet. That's true. That is true. I think I think they they space out Ratchet games like pretty good. I think it's like when you're just when you're like when you play a Ratchet game, like I'm done with Ratchet for a while. But then they usually yeah. wait like three years. Like eh, I could play another Ratchet game. <laughs> yeah, I think they learned their lesson on PS2 and PS3, where there were like a hundred side. Oh, games. Oh, yeah, yeah. So for like, sure. okay, like. Every four years is about Ratchet's. Uh, that's about Ratchet's window here. That's a good point. I, I didn't think about that. PS3 did have like a lot of weird side stuff and things that like weren't really great. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um. But yeah, I, I really do think, like you said, that's the game to buy a PS5 for. Um. Horizon, obviously, but Horizon's not going to be. I don't think Horizon's probably a little bit further off than that Ratchet yeah. game is, just based on what we saw. But I do think that's the game. That's the game if you're going to highlight something from this and go, here's what PS5 can do. I think that's the one yeah. to look at. And I think I think it really, really did come out. The PS5-ness when I watched the YouTube trailer on 4K, like the, when the, on the stream, it's like, okay, it looks like a Ratchet game. But like you watch that thing on like a 4K thing, it's like, oh, this actually, they did the <laughs> Pixar thing again. I think the, I think when I was like, they did Toy Story when I first played the PS4 one, it's like, they they did Toy Story, but better again. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and again, to your point with graphics, it's getting to the point where games like Ratchet are looking more and more like a Pixar movie and there's no real difference between going like, oh, that's just a CG animated movie versus yeah. that's a video game. There, There's that point that we're coming to where they're all, you know what, these are just cool things that people are able to animate. This one's interactive, this one's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't disagree. I think it's, I think by any layman, it's, it's hard to tell the difference now. Mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, we started getting away from Sony playstation studios here with the next one which was project athia athia i'm not 100 sure on that i didn't realize that's what that was called <laughs> until you well, just said it out loud i was like oh boy that doesn't sound great <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so this was uh a square game mm-hmm. you just kind of you didn't see much looked very very early um yeah. kind of jumping around looking through running through some decaying environments it looked like i'm not 100 percent sure but um definitely some weird supernatural stuff going on the dragon at the end looked real cool it did. I think. I think the most. Imp- I think the most impressive, or the part that actually had the most like 
oomph to me was just seeing a Square Enix logo show up at a PS5 <laughs> conference. Like when the P- when that Square Enix logo sh- like showed up, I was just like, my heart, my heart was just like, oh, like whatever they're going to show next is going to be amazing. And it was okay. <laughs> I think, <Yeah. laughs> uh, but it was interesting. It's just, I feel like Square Enix still to me personally, has that power of just like, this is Square Enix stuff. Although I, I think the game yes. they showed was like, it was too early to really tell what, like to grab onto anything. It's like, it looked pretty good. But then, like, you look at it, and it's just, like, it kind of looks like Final Fantasy 15-ish, and I, I don't know, and, you know, that sort of thing. Like, I couldn't really get a hard impression of it. Yeah, I think that was kind of the issue I had with it, too, and especially coming off that Unreal 5 demo, where you yes, saw a yeah, lot sure. of similar environments, a lot of similar um, just kind of spatial things with how you were moving. Um, it just, that, seeing that two weeks ago... And then yeah. seeing this, you're kind of like, oh, it's kind of like that Unreal 5 thing, but it doesn't look quite as good. And I'm not sure what's going on. We got some creatures at the end. Yeah, there's nothing to grasp onto with this game, I feel like. Like, if I, there's like, if there's not like a moment in that trailer that I'm like, yeah. It's just kind of like, yeah. we'll see for the next. Let let's wait for trailer two. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I do think that's the one thing that Square, as much as that logo does give you that instant feeling, I'm like, <gasps> Yeah. Ooh, there's so many things this could be. I do feel like Square shows things so early sometimes that you're yeah. like, oh, okay, this is one of the ones. We'll find out more about this in 2025. Give this, yeah, give this seven or eight years, and we'll we'll be pumped about that this. Is, thing. That's a good point. Yeah, this game is not coming out for a while. I think is that that's the yeah that's like the Kingdom Hearts three trailer or whatever versus oh, yeah. thirteen trailer. It's just like yeah, yeah, you're not seeing this for a long ass time. And you're and you're gonna see a very similar character model, but not the same character model three yeah. E3s from now. And you know, wait, I, is that the same game? Yeah, we're, I'm not I'm not hopping ahead by anything by any means, but I think that the the Capcom trailer at the end once we talk about that that actually had a few moments that I could grasp onto oh, of like yes. that's. So much. And this one, I just feel like there's, it's kind of like wispy. Like there's not like, I can't grab onto like a single moment in that, that made me go, yes, I'm excited for this. It's like, it's more like, okay, we'll see. We'll wait to the next trailer to show me that moment that I should like grasp yeah. onto. Yeah. For sure. Yep. Um, the next game yeah. I was so pumped about, so <laughs> pumped about until the last scene and the name, and that is Stray, what? which this trailer starts out and you see RIP humans and you're going through and there are these weird computer, like, models with computer heads and you're like what yeah. is this world very saga and you keep seeing this yeah and you keep seeing this cat walking around and then it just zooms on the cat and it says stray and it's like oh you're playing as the cat around this cool world i want to be a part of this cool world i don't want to be a cat walking through it like i, I get it i think it's just not my thing i love bystander stuff i love playing as a bystander because <laughs> actually it reminded me um i guess the best example is probably in spider-man when you're the the thing i was thinking about like one of my key things from spider-man is playing as mary jane when you're seeing spider-man do cool stuff i yeah. like that bystander sort of angle of um and not a lot of games do it because it's like you're not the act the ma- major active participant but i do like this idea of like walking as a cat and then seeing little stories happen that's like mm-hmm. my favorite parts of yakuza that's like my favorite parts of final fantasy 7 is like seeing these little stories so like a game of seeing little stories happening the background sounds amazing also all of these annapurna games are ps4 console exclusive ps5 whatever (laughs) (laughs) no but i was just surprised i was like wow i was like annapurna making deals it's funny because they're like all ex sony guys anyway it's very weird (laughs) yeah there's so much of that exclusivity stuff that came up in this thing that i don't even like i couldn't even tell you what's exclusive what's not i'm guessing horizon is but the way they had everything worded like who knows yeah yeah yeah. i think that's cool i was surprised you didn't like that one i can get i kind of get it again i just 
I don't get the fixation on cats in general, and I don't. <laughs> I'm just so not a cat person. Like I just hate. Like we had a cat when I was a kid, and it's just like it was just there and irritating. And I think that's, that's why I don't. So get- <laughs> funny. That is so fun. Okay, well now we're digging deeper. I think. I think I was like <laughs> that's very just playing as a cat, like getting to jump up and climb. I don't know. It just sounds fun. I think. I think it could but, be really cool. I, but again, my issue is. I get it. If you're a bystander, you're seeing all this stuff while well, you're probably just trying to find your way home or something. But then, like, let me understand. Like, let me be one of those cool computer things. Or, like, as a cat, I'm not going to be able to interact with anything. Sure. Like, I'm not going to be able yeah. to walk up and talk to you and understand, like, why on earth did it look like you were still doing human things even though you weren't? And I'm sure that'll get explained somehow. But yeah. it's like, I want to be able to have that conversation. I mean, and I, I want to be. It's kind of similar to Little Nightmares, though, right? Like yeah. that kind of like you're you're going through a world that you're not really the main That's character true. of sort of thing. So I mean, there's like a lot of like I would say even like let's say like an odd world or something where you're going through an environment where you're just sort of like a bystander almost. You're not the hero kind of thing. So I mean, there's there's examples out there of like these games can be kind of cool. We'll see. For sure. I'm sure I'll I'm sure All I'll right. buy it day one and then I'll tell you it's awesome and then you'll buy it later. <laughs> and it's just it's it's the cat thing. It's yeah. the cat thing. <laughs> well, the next one, um, I'll, I'll I'll be like oh, I'm ambivalent. I'm just uh, not ambivalent. Uh, the right word. I'm just uh, on this next one. <laughs> so next game, not sure how I feel with the name, but um, it was one of those games, kind of like Square did for you, where you're like, ooh, okay, I'm listening. It was right around said house mark right at the beginning. Oh I was yeah, like, ooh, yeah. oh okay, okay, this is gonna be good. It, yeah. Um, which, uh, which is Returnal. Yeah. Which. Uh, again, Housemark kind of had that weird thing where they're like, man, we can't really make the games we want to make anymore because yeah. none of you are buying them. So it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I almost feel bad about this. Like, I have to buy it because it's like, man, you guys make such good games, but just nobody cares. <laughs> um, but uh, so you're like a space. You're in space. You crash on this planet. It's a weird looking planet. You get stranded somewhere or another. You're going insane. The world's changing somehow. Yeah. There's some kind of weird time loop thing going where you die and you just start over and I don't even know what this is, but it's just one of those things where, like, it was just hitting every button in my brain. Like, yep, 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 done, want it, yep, okay, do you keep not, going, yep. Do you not think this is a, a roguelike? Do you not? I just assume that given the returnal aspect, the time loops, any, t- any time loop game, I'm like, this might be a... Um, that this might be a uh, one of the, like a roguelike sort of game. I, I thought it was kind of cool because it, it looked like there was like a cool story. It looked cool for being a Housemark game. I think. No, no, sorry, Housemark makes cool <laughs> games. Sorry, Housemark <laughs> makes cool games. This is not the game when I see a Housemark pop up. This is not the game I was expecting to see. It's, I, it's not that's, Next that's, Machina. It's not Alienation. It's none of those. Yeah, it's not like a top-down shooter arcade game. It's like oh, there's a plot here, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Yeah, and I I am concerned that it does kind of have that roguelike feeling, but. I'm also, if you do enough with that, I think I'd be okay with it. Whereas this, it's like, okay, they kind of pointed out, I don't remember the exact line in the trailer, but it said something along the lines of every time I die, it seems like something shifts or something changes. And I think the environments looked interesting enough. The monsters look interesting enough. The story concept was good enough for me that I think I can get over that as long as it's not like, oh, you're back at level one. But that plus is, four strength. That is exactly what this game. I could. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, th- I I hope that's a launch game. That would be a cool launch game. Like to me, I, I feel like I feel like the game actually might be hiding that it's kind of arcadey. Um, which because the yeah because the gameplay was very much like almost if you shifted the camera from a typical house smart exactly, game and you just yeah, yeah, shifted yeah. it behind the yeah. character. So I am kind of hoping that we get a little bit of that. And even some of their games, obviously, because they are arcadey, are die and then you start back over at the beginning of a level. Yeah, that I don't mind. It's just like. Don't make me start from square one. I don't want to go three hours in and go, oh, well, 
you just crashed on this planet again. Like, no, no, I yeah. didn't. I spent three hours getting to that point on this planet. I'm not back at my spaceship. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious, like, what a bullet, what a third person shooter bullet hell, because it looks bullet hell, which I like. That's that they all and, cut up those sort of games. And if anybody's going to be the one that's going to make one that's good. Yeah. Housemark. Yeah. So I don't know. That's that, that was one of the ones that topped my list of the not obvious ones of the bigger name ones. That's one of the ones that stood out. Whoop. That's one that I need to pay attention to. Sure. The next one, hmm. Sackboy, A Big Adventure. Yeah. Uh, Sumo Digital, who's yep. made a couple kind of cool games. Um, this one almost looked like they made a platformer, and Sony said, no, no, no. Put a character people know in there. Yeah, I... Because I just... I was looking at it, it's like, I don't... I'm not into Little Big Planet. I played a couple of them. Sure. But I never like go like, oh, man... What's Sackboy up to? I'll bet he's got some cool things going on in his life right now. I think Sackboy's kind of a cool character. I think I think he's just as a character. I don't. I'm not. I I say I'm not a fan of those games. But I've played and beaten all of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think this is, and I don't mean this bad. This is gonna sound bad, but they just need they need a kids game. It's that knack sort of thing. Like they need a, yep. they need a kids game to launch with this. And I think there's actually kind of more exciting kids games here that aren't Sony games that could could have yep. been that game. But I think this is one that Sony actually has a more direct control over. So it's like a Sony first party kids game. I think Astrobot might have been that, but they like to use Astrobot. Astrobot's I think that's such a cool topic. We can talk about Astrobot when yep. we get there. Uh, just like how they use that character. Uh, but I think they just need that they need that kids game. And to me, this definitely looks this to me was like this was a PS4 game, clearly. And this is like a PS4 game we can turn into a PS5 game if we need yep. that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good point that Yes, there's those kind of quote-unquote kids games came up in a couple other spots, but it's that one that we can get this done by launch. We yeah. know it's going to be there at launch. We can control how it's released at launch. We we have that ability to do that. And, yeah, and we have the IP, too. It's like RIP. It's not It's not like we're, they're, yeah. they always try to avoid like a crash and spiral thing like as much as they can. They don't want a mascot that they don't control. <laughs> Which obviously makes sense where yeah. they're at now with where those characters are. But yeah. it's just one of those things where it just kind of felt like, okay, I get it. You got to do this. Yeah, man. Thanks. I'm glad you didn't put it first. At least you just kind of tucked it away in here and we can go. Cool. Yeah, I just feel like Sony can make a more interesting kids game. Like Astrobot is a clearly a more interesting kids game. Like they have the capacity to do that. They just don't anymore. I don't think. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's where you almost have Sony has their own specific style. This is what a Sony game looks like. It looks like Spider Man. It looks like God of War. It looks like Horizon. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think. And I think when you're trying to sell systems, it's hard to go. Yeah, but what about for my little brother? Yeah, exactly. My my sister has like my sister has like a, has a kid, and she's always asking me like, "What game?" She's like, "There's not a lot of kids games." I was like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "Actually, there's like few series, but there's not. There really aren't, especially compared to like just T rated games in general." Let's say. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this middle part here was kind of like their cool little uh, let's showcase some indie games mm-hmm. and some smaller projects. Um, so I don't want to necessarily run through all of these, yeah. Uh, but a couple that just kind of looked cool and stood out to the two of us. Um, I know you saw. I'm going to say the name wrong. Kenna, Kina, Bridge of the Spirits. Yeah, um, yeah. That was that's the thing I don't like about some of these trailers. You can't introduce a new character and not say their name. <laughs> Tell me how to pronounce the name. Point. Like yeah. there were like two or three of these where it's like, oh yeah, this like that one. A- Athea, Athea, Kenna. There was one other one too. Where I was like, oh man, I'm gonna have to say that name and I don't know how to say it. But mm-hmm. um. Pronounce your character's name. Uh, it looked kind of cool, kind of yeah. Pikmin-y. Um, small team, but looked like a fairly well-developed game with a lot of stuff going on. 
Yeah, um, I think it. I think to me, this was kind of um, this to me was like one of those games that looked very PS5. Couldn't be done on PS4, even though it is coming to PS4. But um, <laughs> to me, I think this was to me this is like a good baseline graphic expectation to me for PS5. Yes, um, because there's some shots in that. Like I think the thing like they're going to the town. I think I think I think a lot of trailers might be like this is kind of cool. Is this real time? Actually, this is real time. This is pretty impressive. And then they do a shot where they they walk into a town. I was like, oh, there's like this game actually is really good looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think, I think like, yeah, I think it's just, uh, I don't know if there's anything else to say beyond that though. Cause when the gameplay started, I was like, okay, it looks nice. It looks okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks again, kind of your, your console launch thing with Sackboy. It looks like that, you know what? We kind of need like an action adventure game where you're kind of running around doing some exploring. We need something kind of, it's yeah. one of those check the genre boxes. Yeah, like, we got our sports game. We yeah, got our RPG. We got our action adventure. We got our platformer. You kind of got to get that well-rounded launch lineup. And this feels like something that can be there. And kind of check off one of those boxes and go, yeah, there's something you like Zelda. This kind of is like Zelda. Here you go. Yeah, I, d- I just wish I just wish like I think it like it looked good. But the like, gameplay wise, it's like, OK, I've, I've seen I've seen it sort of thing. I just I wish there was more games here of like even if the graphics weren't great. I just wish there was like more that I could be like, I just haven't seen this gameplay before kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And I think and I think there's a couple that I think are going to do that. Once you see a little bit more of them, good vol- goodbye Volcano High. I don't really have much to say about it, but that looks like something that might have more of that Life is Strange gameplay. Maybe a little bit of a gameplay twist just with the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bugs, Bugs Knacks, Bugs whatever that one was. Um, that one I think is going to have some weird gameplay loops in it. But yeah, yeah. Um, the other one I do want to highlight it from here that I thought looked really cool is Jet the Far Shore. Yeah. Which... I could not tell you really what you're doing in this game, but it was another one of those ones that checked all those boxes for me where it's like, ooh, dying planet, getting on the spaceship, launching to space. And then you just see the years tick by and then you see him kind of exploring these different planets. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, you've got this cool story of these people who are going out, spending hundreds of years, and you kind of see a little bit of like exploration of some planets. You see all these different things. And it's just one of those things where that seems like a cool thing to go through. It kind of almost had that No Man's Sky vibe, but with a little bit more information of what's actually going on in the world. Yeah, I, I'm cu- I'm curious what this one is. I can't tell if it's not. I don't say Walking Simulator. I can't tell if this is like a spore or like a No Man's Sky, where it's like procedurally generated, like huge universe, or is this kind of like just a really cool way to do a game like Inside? Yeah, you know what I mean. I think either way, it looks. I mean, it looks neat um and i'm curious like it, but i i this one to me I, I couldn't tell what was going on but even like with inside with inside we see inside like what is this game but it's like it's mm-hmm. a platformer <laughs> and this one i'm like yeah. it's a side-scrolling spaceship game or is it yeah. a civilization game or the, it just like it looked i think the the images it was evoking that was pretty sweet yeah and it just it gives you this it gives you that feeling of there's something cool going on here. I'm not yeah. quite sure what I'm doing with it, but there's something, there's a cool idea behind this game. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, another one here, Solar Ash. Yes. Um, it's the people who did Hyperlight Drifter. I'm the one person who didn't care for that game. So I, I actually didn't also didn't care as much. I, uh, if it felt, it played a little weird. <laughs> that was yeah, it. Just, but that was enough for yeah, me to turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's your thoughts on this one? So I like this one because I think this one was kind of this one was like just immediately visually striking. But I think the more interesting thing, I mean, there's a lot of visually striking games in this, which is cool. Like I like when they show games that are like, hey, here's a neat art style that isn't necessarily like Horizon Zero Dawn graphics pushing. Um, The one thing I did like about this is when they showed just like the little hint of a gameplay was like, 
oh, this might be like an indie Devil May Cry, which I would be super into because it because we don't see like many third person action yeah. indie games really. I, I haven't played any. Like, I don't know either. Like really well aware of, but to me, um, this might be that kind of like you think. Are you thinking trying to figure one out? I don't think. It, yeah, I think, was Fury the Fury? little boss rush one? Or is all boss rush? I don't remember Fury. Oh, sure, but that's that's not a third person action game. That's like a top down bullet. Oh, that was top down, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I just okay. there's, not, there's not a lot of third person <laughs> action indie games, and I was like, that is really cool because it feels like indie is kind of moving away. The, every time an indie game kind of moves away from that like 2D aspect, yeah. like whether it's like this is my take on Zelda 2D, this is my take on Castlevania, this is my take on this. Like to me, anything that goes a little bit beyond that and like starts getting inspired by PS2 generation, this is my take on Devil May Cry. Is like instant yeah. is like interest. <laughs> Like you know, I just immediately boosh, and then the art style just looks sick. So I just felt like that yeah. one's worth mentioning because I just like I like that one. I like I think that one has some potential. Yeah, and that was the one thing that I didn't. It's the reason I think most of us probably even picked up Hyperlight Drifter to begin with is the art style is just so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that just kind of carries through with that. Um, a few other ones in there. Um, nothing. I don't think that either one of us looked at and really stood out. They're 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 all look good and interesting. There's just nothing else really that. I think needs to be discussed too much, but um, yeah. Astro's Playroom was yeah. kind of thrown in that little mix of little tiny stuff in the middle. Astrobot is the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> Astrobot Rescue Mission, the VR game, one of probably the best VR game out there. Yeah, incredible game. And then I get what they do with Astrobot, but it's like this is the stuff where I saw. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh, oh yeah, damn it! <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's I. It's funny. I had that reaction, but then I was like, remembered. Then like I had to have that. I had that go back. It's like, okay, Astrobot Rescue Mission is actually the second game in the Astrobot series. The first yes, one it is. is, and like Astrobot's Astrobot's main goal is to just show off tech in a neat way. Yeah, and like that's what they did. They showed off tech in a neat, and like that's what this is. This is Playroom Two, not yeah. Astrobot Rescue Mission Two, which was definitely like a. All right, <laughs> but I, I don't know. Yeah, it's. I think this game. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> it's. It's got that look of. This is, I mean, it's, I think they said it was installed on all PlayStation 5s or yeah, whatever yeah. it was like that. So you get it no matter what. And it's one of those things where it's like, yep, all right, I'll spend my half hour. Yeah, <laughs> I like, I love tech demo stuff. And I think Astrobot stuff is really cool. They, they had some neat, like, just PlayStation stuff in general. Like, I think one of the last shots of them shooting themselves into the PS2 menu screen. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm very excited for this. I don't know if there's, I, I think, I like I like the original Playroom. Um, I didn't pl- obviously. I did play like put hundreds of hours into it. It's not something you even should or could. Um, <laughs> but I think the thing that was really cool about the Playroom is it does a really good job of showing you all these like neat little things you can do with your controller and stuff. And that's what this thing is. It's probably gonna be like an hour long thing. And here's all the cool stuff with like Dual Sense and that kind of thing. Yeah. So I think a tech demo hosted by I think one of PlayStation's like really fun fun characters that they that they I think they're try I think they're realizing how cool a character Astrobot is. And yeah. that universe is, and I just like seeing more of it is cool. I think you're totally right though. That it's like, ah, crap, it's not rescue mission too. Sort of <laughs> I definitely felt that in my soul. I felt it a little bit. I was just like, but, but then it's like, then you get a whole VR discussion is like, is there a VR PS five thing? And that sort of thing. I, I don't know. So we'll see. And then it'll probably get its own thing two months from now. Yeah, we'll exactly, how exactly. VR gets integrated and everything like that. I can but. wait for rescue mission too. I think I'm okay. That was that was fairly recent too. I think that was only about a year. A year yeah, and exactly. Ago. So exactly. it's, it's it, fairly recent. Let, let it, it, cook, let it, let it get, cook. Yep, let it do its thing. Yep, they <laughs> yeah. got it. Yeah. Um, 
But then we got back into kind of the bigger games here for the last seven or eight of them. Um, yep. Ghostwire Tokyo. Yes. Uh, which we'd seen just like a, I think it was just a cinematic trailer, a CG trailer for it. Um, mm-hmm. I think last E3. Uh, this one looked kind of crazy. It was definitely not mm-hmm. when you see the trailer from last year. It was not the game that I expected it to be. Yes. It was very, it's first person, which um, threw me off right away. I was definitely not expecting that. It felt like a third person game, everything I'd heard about it. Yeah. Um, and then you've got kind of these weird powers and stuff and almost like plasmids from Bioshock or who knows what. Oh, yeah. But, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good point. I didn't think about it. But yeah. But um, really cool character design still. Yeah. Um, I Again, I don't feel like you got a good idea of what's going on or what's, yeah. what's happening, what your goal is, what you're doing. But definitely running through with some cool powers, just fighting some cool looking monsters, which I think is what this was going for to begin with. Did you? I I I don't know what I expected of this game, but I really really love Evil Within too, and yep. it's not. I just felt like this game. If I didn't know that the 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 people behind it, I would don't know if I would like be like super excited for this game. You I think I, that's yeah. I think it is one of those things where its pedigree is better than what was shown yeah that's yes you're exactly you're looking yeah, at yeah. it going "Ooh, shinji mikami tango gameworks evil within two it's got all those things where you're going these are all things that i know will create a good game in the end yeah but looking at it it kind of gives you that sense of like but is this is this anything more than just kind of that b-tier game of like yeah it's it's a third party game we threw it out there it does kind of have that feeling to it yeah which to be fair i do feel like the first evil within kind of had as well when you first got your impression of the first evil within if you took shinji mikami off that yeah again it has that feeling of like okay i get it yep all right this is this is a cool idea let's i'll wait and see yeah, it feels it feels like a wait and see game, which I feel like I was ready for this game to like. I when I, the thing popped, I was like, "Holy crap!" Or is he about to see Ghostwire? That well, Ghostwire. And I was just like, I don't know. I wasn't. I was. Yeah, I was like, I'll wait till reviews. I don't know. I just I wanted to be like, yes, I can't wait for that game. I just didn't get that. Yes, I was like, it's a cool game, but I didn't get that as like I need this game sort of thing. It it doesn't have. You want it to have the same effect Resident Evil Eight had. But it, it's sure. not yeah, Resident that's Evil a, 8. It doesn't yeah. quite hit as hard as that. You're not looking at it going like, oh man, Resident Evil 8, before you knew it was Resident Evil 8, you knew that game was going to be great. Yes. Like as you're watching yeah. that trailer, like, this is cool. This is going to be good. And then you see the umbrella yeah. over and you're like, ooh. Whereas this one, it kind of was like, okay, I get it. Ooh, yeah. that looks kind of interesting. That's cool. Resident but, Evil eh. hits, yeah, Resident Evil hit 8 hits so hard that like I didn't even finish Resident Evil 7 because it was too scary for me. And I'm like, <laughs> But I think I could maybe try Resident Evil 8. <laughs> like that, yeah, that trailer came in like a, like a freight train. We'll talk about that one a little bit later. But yeah, I just, I think that Ghostwire just kind of, yeah, it looks okay. But it, I, I just wanted it to be a little bit more. Style looks neat though. So yeah. And I do think it wasn't served well because I don't think that trailer was great. There were lots of fast cuts in that trailer where you never yeah. really got an extended section of anything. It was yes. cool hand motions. Thing explodes. Okay, next scene. Weird gateways. Okay, cool. Next scene. Weird things in the corner. Okay. And you never got this very clear concept of what it was. And I think I was yeah. thrown, so thrown off by the first person nature of it. Yeah. yeah that yeah. I, I, by the time I could start paying attention, I was like, okay, wait, what's even happening right now? I'm not getting a clear yeah. feeling. I'm not getting a clear sense. Is this, what is this thing? It felt like that game has buildup in it. And then the trailer just like didn't do any of that. Yeah. Exactly, which I think is where the difference with Resident Evil 8 came in, is Resident Evil was... They built up, yeah. 
we got our little weird tagline at the beginning where you're like, okay, this is something because you're like hinting somewhere. And we get the cool monsters, we get some walking around, we get some stuff before you get to the end in the reveal where this one was yeah. just kind of like action, 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 action. And you're like, okay, what the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, could be cool. <laughs> it could be cool. I'm still pumped for it. I'm, I'm still in on it, but just a weird showing, I think. Yeah. Um, Hitman 3. Yep. I, I don't like Hitman. It's disappointing to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I'll just take this one over. Hitman 3 is cool. Hitman 1 is cool. Hitman 2 is cool. Um, Just more of the Hitman stuff is going to be neat. I think um, the only thing disappointing to me on this when I was like looking at it, it's like, oh, it's also coming to PS4 because I think that the original Hitman 1, the thing that was super cool about that, that is like, you couldn't have done this last gen was like crowds. Like, oh, here's a cool crowds moment thing. And Hitman 3, it's probably just going to be like, it's the finale of that trilogy. So it's going to be yep. more of that good stuff. But it doesn't have that, like, that Hitman, the, the impact that Hitman 1 did, in which is like, here's what you can do on the new consoles. I think we mm-hmm. have to wait for the next Hitman. Like, this is this is the conclusion of the trilogy. It just happens to be a cross-gen game sort of thing. Uh, probably going to be great and all that stuff. Um, but I'm really curious, not what Hitman 4 is, but probably whatever the next game is from these guys. Um, it does look neat, yeah. though. It's probably going to be good. <laughs> Yeah, and it, it, it does it does feel it did have kind of the, some of that feeling of cross gen where it's like okay this still looks like the other one and you always get that weird six to twelve month feeling for the first year of a thing where it's like okay it's cross gen so what, what what's the point of getting this on my PS5 versus my PS4? Yeah, it it looked like um it looked like a PC game with the high settings turned on like here oh here's yes. the bells and whistles like control had like here's control but with ray tracing but I played that on PS4 it's the same game I didn't have ray tracing but this is yeah. kind of like that it's like oh we turned on the ray tracing button or whatever button it was and it's like oh it looks cool mm-hmm. probably the same game as the PS4 one though yeah yeah yes the next game yes. <laughs> was the biggest disappointment of this entire show because as that trailer was going i was like i will preface with saying a i hate souls games yeah and b i have no clue what demon souls even look like can you walk me through like i like how far did you get in the trailer before you were like oh no literally when i said demon souls i had no clue I was like, this is a cool looking new world. Like, what is this? You've got these weird monsters, that giant knight thing. That was cool. I was sitting here going like, oh my God, this is going to be so good. And then it just like does like the little dissolve into the demons. I'm like, damn it. That's so funny. That's so funny. And then Blue Point showed up. So I'm like, oh, and even Blue Point's next game I don't care about. So, because I literally was sitting there like, this is so cool. Like this, it starts on like those wide shots of like this world. You get these cool monsters. Everything just looks so cool. And then I see Demon's Souls and I'm like, well. I'm, I will I'm just not kidding, I'm argue, kidding. I'm not going to get it. I will not argue that point. <laughs> They're just not fun. Um, but anyway, so I don't know. You never played Demon Souls, did you? I did. I played a little bit of oh, it. Okay. So are you back in for again or what? Um, uh, Demon Souls to me was like kind of a. Um, uh, I didn't like it as much as Dark Souls. So, okay. So Dark Souls is like just a better version of Demon Souls. Um, I mean, okay. People, there, there's enough differences though. That you can, <laughs> there's enough differences though um, that you can be like that. You can you could clearly prefer one or the other because they have enough. They have enough differences. The one thing yeah. about Demon Souls is that it has. Um, it's not an open world game like Dark Souls is, and I just remember it being very janky. It's it's a more obtuse Dark Souls. So uh, y- yeah, like you don't get a flask. Like you get you get like healing items. So if you burn through those, you're going to be in trouble, sort of thing. Like there are. I don't want to spoil stuff, but like you can lose like critical NPCs if you're not careful kind of thing. 
Um, nope. And I know like you're roll, you're rolling your eyes and stuff. Yeah, it's not. It's I. It was a jankier Dark Souls to me because I played it after I played Dark Souls. Um, mm-hmm. So I am excited for it. But um, and I think it'd be cool. I'm I'm curious. I am really curious though because like everybody tries to do Souls, and I understand they're just like they're remaking it, so like they have a blueprint in front of them. But to me, it just feels like. I, I'm a little hesitant because those I I've never seen a Souls game emulated well. So yeah, I mean that's the thing with Blue Point though is that they do such good work. I mean if you think about how janky Shadow of the Colossus was, sure. and how good new Shadow of the Colossus is, there's definitely that same thing where it's like you took that blueprint and you definitely took that blueprint and improved everything about that game. Sure, yeah, to make it more accessible, more easy to play, all these things that made it feel better than the original one did, even though the original one is an incredible game. Yeah. Uh, it's just different. Remember the other disappointment thing is that it started with Shuhei Yoshida going, this game's so close to Paris. Oh, I was like, that's oh so- God, <laughs> what cool thing is this going to be? <laughs> and I was like, what are you bringing back? What are you bringing back? And I thought I- it was Ape Escape for a second when he did that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I had this initial feeling like you're bringing something cool back. And it's like, oh no, maybe this is just some cool new thing. And then yeah. it's like, oh man, so you got... Anyway, I was I was hurt. That's so funny. So the next game that showed up, another uh, big third party game that we'd seen before, is Deathloop. Yeah. I still don't quite understand what this game is, but it looks yeah. like a cooler version of Dishonored, and I really like the way Dishonored plays. So I'm very curious to see what this actually is because even after the little like demo they did, they showed some gameplay. I still really couldn't tell you. Is it some weird multiplayer thing? Is it? Uh, who I, I honestly have no concept in my mind of what this is other than you die you die and you start over and it's okay to die yeah i i really like the i to me this is this this was one of the, this is like one of the other games that to me that like as soon as the gameplay started i was like oh <laughs> uh because I, I mean i'm not a fan of sorry games but but it was more like the style that they hit you with like in the beginning and just like the mm-hmm. concept for it is like this is this is a this is a neat concept this is a great style you guys are going with and then when it started it's like oh it's it's a dishonored game and then they're like by the way, you repeat stuff over and over again. It's like, okay, what do you, what's actually going on in this game? And then I, I, it was funny because like I felt like the style I had like a really excited, good idea of, but the yep. second it started playing, I was just like, okay. And then that, like you're saying, you you kind of lose the message. It's like, okay, what exactly is this game as gameplay wise? Like I, I love the thing that you built up to the story and the concepts mm-hmm. that are going on, but like you said, I, th- I think it's, I kind of lost it and like what the actual game was. And it, and then it all of a sudden it seemed like a much smaller game than I thought, but I don't know if I'm thinking about that wrong. You don't, you don't know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I had the same feeling that it was like you're just in this one little city. Yeah. Was kind of the feeling that I got. And it's just you're just in this city over and over and over again. And again, I'm just I'm thinking Dishonored, where you do spend a lot of time in Dishonored in the same city, but there's different districts of the city and there's different parts. So I Yeah. It, it's just one of those things where I don't feel like I have enough information to get a good picture of what this is. I understand the concept. Yeah. I love the gameplay because it's clear you just took Dishonored and adjusted a little bit from there yeah so you've, you've definitely got things going for you but i just i haven't gotten a way to put it all together in my mind yeah i couldn't i couldn't even tell if like, is this a multiplayer game or i i know it's multiplayer but yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't really tell because to me if it's a multiplayer game then we're doing death matches is that where we're doing yeah. or or is this a single player game with some like multiplayer components and does that make it more like a left for dead thing I, it's just it's yeah I, I think it's the concept the gameplay concept of it is just i don't know <laughs> Yeah, yeah, what what is what how does this interact? How am I interacting with this rival person? Is that a real person? Is that an AI? Is it yeah. what what is this person and how yeah. yeah. So still super interested in it, just 
I, I don't quite have a good feeling for it, it. They did say that that person, it can be another person, like an actual live person. Yeah. And which that's the thing I, is like, <laughs> they, they explained a couple of things and it just made it more confusing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, no, 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 you, now you're saying, well, it's kind of this. And it's like, well, I, I got that it was kind of that, but why is your explanation? It's kind of that your explanation should be, here's what it is. Yeah. And it's always, so it's like, well, can I turn that on and off? Like, is it, do I? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it and it seemed like like in Dark Souls there's invasion aspects, but Dark Souls is is a single player game that has a cool invasion thing. But this is like this is I don't know whatever. Anyway, let's yeah, move or, on. Or Doom, Doom Eternal has the same idea, and it's yeah. But this is more story integrated, so it's actual. I don't ugh, whatever. Anyway, moving on to something I understand. Um, the last three uh, again, yeah. like I said at the beginning, it was bookended by like the three big ones, those six games where it's like this is what we want you to know. Were those first three, not counting Grand Theft Auto, and the last three. Yeah. Um. First one that came up here, uh, Resident Evil Village. Yeah. Uh, or Resident Evil 8 Village. I'm not sure. I don't think you're supposed to put the 8 in there, but I don't know. Um, yeah. You're playing as Ethan again. Cool, crazy, like, mountain town out in the forest. Looks a lot like Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Um, I, it, they did say, I was looking at something afterwards, and they were saying that, yeah, this comes a couple years later. So Ethan's just kind of chilling. He's back to being a normal dude. And now it's like, Oh, all hell breaks loose again out here in this village. So, yeah. Um, Chris Redfield shows up at the end and just randomly shoots somebody. So is he a bad guy now? Like what's going on? Yeah. Um, I like that it has that resident evil four feeling where it's like, this is, we're still in universe, but this very clearly isn't more of the same thing that we did before. We're taking you somewhere completely different yeah. integrating those characters you still have the umbrella thing going on because you have that logo in there so you have a lot of those things that are going to make those connections but we're very clearly taking you and putting you somewhere else and doing something different with this werewolves yeah i i think the, i think the one thing that i related with the the this in general is kind of what you're saying is like they kept they kept evolving the concept it seems like re7 came out and that was just like taking a huge huge chance with re7 oh yeah and it seems like they a lot of times if they make if a company makes a huge decision and there's some sort of controversy about it they tend to like pull back yep. and what i think they did was like they just made re2 which is like a sick game by itself too and re3 it's like okay yep. so there's we placated people we placated people and we're not going to pull our punches back with re8 it's like we're going to no we're going to go a step further a step further outside of like the boundaries of this series and mm-hmm. i think that's i think that's really cool because it's like they didn't stop with the re7 this is resident evil 8 it's not like oh we're sorry about re7 does that make sense no and i think yeah no but i think seven had the sales numbers seven had the reception seven was so good seven Um, seven didn't sell nearly as well as five and six really not even close i thought it had good numbers still it did no it did but like six six is the best selling game in the series which is like i think like and that was a while ago, so I don't know what RE2. And, yeah, so it's funny. It's funny because they're they're going against their essentially their better interests of by doing something creative and interesting with the series and keep but, doing that. Um, but at the same time, I think you get. Yeah, I don't know. That's a whole other discussion of sales versus critical approval versus attention versus what you, who's paying. Yeah, who's paying attention? Yeah, all that stuff. But anyway, and what you want to do? I. Um, there was there was one last thing I, I did want to uh, say about oh the one thing I did like the one last thing I do want to say about it it seems like a game that just took the best part of Resident Evil Four and just made a game on that yeah which is yeah you've, duh <laughs> yeah it's it very much feels like you're like this worked in four the first person worked in seven yeah let's combine them and again yeah. I think I almost think having two and three like you said to kind of just here's your two and three yeah I think enables them to 
be a little bit more creative, be a little bit more free with what they do here because they're not five and six always felt like you're chasing after four. Yes. Like, yeah. Oh, we've got to, yeah. what, what can we do? We've got to, yeah. we've got to keep the people who've been invested in the story since one. And we've got to, the fours action combat people like, so let's, and then whereas this is like going, you know what? Seven worked. People like the setting from four. Let's kind of pick and choose the aspects of resident evil that we're really going to funnel here. And you can see there's some different, some new things going on here. So let's add in some new things. Yeah, while we're doing this. It's it seems like the Resident Evil series has a lot of heart in it now. It seems like with yeah. five and six there wasn't as much heart, but now with like RE two and RE three and now RE seven and RE seven RE eight, it just seems like it, there's like love, there's craft in these games, and I feel like you it's, can like really feel it in these in the in these games, which is weird for a series that has like a bazillion games on it. So it's it's, it's, neat. it's not about the money anymore. Yeah, I mean, five and six felt like that. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously, <laughs> five, five and six felt like the most like yeah corporate focus grouped yeah what can we do to make people think this is cool whereas two seven now eight are feeling much more like let's do what we want people will support what we want to an extent yeah that we're happy with seven was the best thing to happen in the series since four yes yeah agreed and hopefully it's in vr again because the vr in seven is oh so i'm curious they they didn't say vr once so i'm curious yeah they didn't but again i think that's Maybe maybe the VR reveal starts mm-hmm. out with Resident Evil 8. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Sure. Yeah. We, we showed you 8. Let's get a little bit of an in-depth look. And then they pull back and like, yeah, you're playing in VR again. Did the punch hit as hard when it said Resident Evil 8 at the end as it did when you saw the Resident Evil 7 trailer? No. But I okay. think because two things. I think in the 7 trailer, that was such a drastic shift for the series. Sure. Yeah. That you didn't see it coming. Whereas this you kind of get that Resident Evil feeling kind of throughout, especially now that you've seen 7 and there were yeah. so many rumors about what's going on with 4 that you kind of have that feeling. Uh, second, I don't believe the 7 trailer ever hinted at Umbrella or anything bigger like that, whereas this oh, one very clearly halfway through had that little cut to the Umbrella logo. So I think oh. that instantly, sure. instantly you're at 8. So then when 8 shows up, you're like, oh, yeah, like we knew it was, yeah. yeah. Versus like totally blown out of your mind. Like that was Resident Evil. What the hell? Yeah. I think I like I like that the title is called Village Resident Evil. It's not Resident yeah. Evil Eight Village. It's like oh, that's kind of neat. I like that they're just getting further and further and being more creative and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, one other Capcom game. Uh, again, say your names if it's a new thing. Pragmata. Prag- sure. Prag- yeah. <laughs> that sounds right. Anyway, Pragmata. Um, this threw me off so much because I was not sure what the hell this was the whole time. The I was convinced it's Horizon had- Two. I was convinced it's Horizon Two. I was. My instant thought went to, okay, just pop up the Kojima Productions logo. Let's yeah, get it out yeah. of the way. Like, yeah, yeah. This is not Death Stranding. This is Death Stranding in space or something or whatever. But yeah. um, it gave me that Death, Str- Death Stranding vibe of just like, what's going on? And that yeah. was the thing with Death Stranding for all of its marketing. And it was announced super early. Like, this isn't until 2022. So you've got a big buildup with this where yeah. your feeling is, I know they go to the moon. There's yeah. a spaceship. There's a little girl. Yeah, That's about all I've got. Um, and that's kind of the same feeling you had with Death Stranding where you're going, there's a baby, there's some floating <laughs> things, and there's Norman Reedus. You've kind yeah. of got your three things to hold on to. And that's what I feel yeah. like this did really well was here's three things. And we're going to show you some kind of cool things going on in this world with like almost like the false sky where that thing breaks through. And it's yeah. like, okay, are we in a real world? Where are we at? Ending and on the, the moon looking over. Yeah. And that cool cat. I like. I love to have like the hologram. The ho- <laughs> we're not getting into cats for a second, but I just say the hologram over, which is like that's kind of a neat oh, thing. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't seen like a hologram skin sort of thing. Um, 
I think I think that like as a gameplay, like to me, this is like a concept trailer. It's like cool concept. Oh, 100%. Need to see more um, gameplay. Like no, no zero context of what the game actually is. Yeah. And again, that's where I think my mind went to instantly. That's the things that Kojima does with like Death Stranding, where yeah. you're like, yeah. I don't know what the hell this is. It looks super cool. And that's the feeling I had with this, where I'm, I could not tell you it's third person, first person, action game, adventure game, walking yeah. game, strategy. <laughs> Who knows? But it looks cool. There was all kinds of cool tech going on. I don't know what the thing was that kind of caught yeah. the spaceship in the air. And then somehow you're on the moon. Um, just a cool, a cool concept. And I think it's, I think it was cool at the end just to kind of show something like, Hey, here's something a couple years in. We yeah. do have stuff planned out. We're, you're going to see all these things. Here's one. We're just going to kind of tease you a little bit. We're going to show you what's mm-hmm. coming in a year or two. I'm okay with like planting those seeds. Like I'm okay with that. I think some games take too long. I think Death Stranding probably took too long of too, yes. too many weird yep. trailers. But I do like following a game from like E3 concept trailer, E3 first gameplay, E3 final trailer sort of thing. So it's going to take like three E3s before we finish this thing up. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, I think as long as you do it in that correct order, my issue with Death Stranding was always like, okay, like we had six goofy what the hell's going yeah. on trailers before I even saw gameplay. So sure. this one oh, I feel point. like... I feel like if you if you if you scale it right, that's a really cool way to go. Yeah. Um, and it's Capcom's also not going to be shy about gameplay. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean it's also one of those things like you announce it, and we don't see it for two years, it's going to have the same effect. But yeah, um, for now it's cool. Um, so to end this off, uh, the big one, the one we were both waiting for, yeah. uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, just to put that out there, I think both of us would say Horizon is one of the best games we've ever played. Mm, yes. <laughs> so just to put that in concept this or into context this game looks incredible it yeah. is exactly what i wanted it is everything that i wanted it did every single thing right yeah i could not find a fault in this trailer and it ends on that kick-ass elephant <laughs> <laughs> i think i i was uh i was really excited um i think the the biggest thing i don't know why i don't know what it was with horizon but like the biggest thing i want to see was like an underwater robot and i don't know why i just really want to see like a whale. I want to see a robot whale. And then in this one, I was like, I'm going to see my robot whale. I'm going to see a lot of robots underwater. I, I think that was like, honestly, like this, like the most exciting thing for me was like seeing some underwater sections with the coral reefs and stuff. I was like, oh, this Those is did so look cool. so cool. And that little alligator swimming above her. Yeah. And the thing that was kind of funny though, is like the story hook didn't get me because I was like, Oh yeah, I remember not liking the main story of Horizon <laughs> too much. <laughs> like the the B plot is the best part of Horizon, and it's very little to do with the A plot. And the A plot's like Hades is coming. It's like all right, all right cool. I don't yeah, know. sure. Um, but I, that I, is- I so I'm like I'm more curious. Like, what's the B plot of this? I need to see the B plot. Like, give give me get her in a cavern, <laughs> like looking at some hologram. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that's the weird dragon thing. Was I think yeah, kind of tease at that where it's like here's here's that stuff because that was all, again similar feelings on Horizon. That was my thought was I couldn't even tell you what was happening with the tribes and I I played that game. I played the DLC. Couldn't tell you what was going on there, but I can tell you what happened with where the robots came from. And yeah, <laughs> I can tell you that stuff, and that's where I feel like I hope that they're directing in the right way of going like okay. There's yeah. enough. We tease the little stuff for those tribe things. What's going on? But that B plot, like you were saying, of like what actually happened, what's the background here? Um, yeah. That'll be interesting. I think the idea of getting out of Colorado um, and kind of seeing a little bit more of the world will be really yeah. interesting too. The desert looked really cool. Um, coral reefs, obviously, are in an ocean somewhere. Um, I am curious the scope of this. Um, where are yeah, you going? How really... big is it? Because yeah. Horizon's a big game, but. This looked like you're going, you had things from 
Asia. You had things that were, um, I think it was the Golden Gate Bridge you saw in there. You had the desert. So it's like you very clearly are in, I mean, there's not a desert. And you know what I mean? Like the the vast desert like that. So it's like you very clearly had three or four spots around the world. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I actually totally agree with you on this because I was thinking like when she was, there was a shot where she is running on the beach and then yep. looking at on the water, like a crashed, uh, I think they're called Osiris's. I, I forget what the, I think that's what the tentacle things are called or Horus. I think they're called Horus. Or anyway, it's a big robot in the, in the water. And I was yeah. thinking, I was like, can I actually like swim out to that thing? And then there's things in there because like this isn't an Ubisoft game, <laughs> like Ubisoft <laughs> games, like, as much as I don't like them, there is something there in everything. Yeah. Like, is there something there? Oh, there's something there. And then Horizon didn't really have that. There's a lot of just like, uh, that's kind of, there's there wasn't a lot of times where you came upon something that was like that thing off in the distance and, oh, that's what it was. Like, it wasn't as frequent, I guess, as like an Ubisoft game, which has way yeah. too much of it. I think you're right about the scope. Like, I would prefer that they went really dense as opposed to really wide because I, I feel like I'm, I'm hoping, like, I'd rather have a world that's full of little pockets than a wide open thing where you can travel for hours on end sort of thing. Yeah. And that's, and that's the fear of it being a PS five game of going, this is our game to show off how big we can make stuff. Like you can literally walk from China to the Sahara desert and get on a boat and go across the whole ocean. And it's like, I don't, I don't want that. If you're going to do these things, do like a horizon sized map of, this area and and you know what I mean? Just make it big that way of like three or four big areas versus look at how far you can walk. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be nice if I just have like a, just, yeah, like you said, like just a big plop, 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 four big areas I can explore sort of thing. And then yeah. fast travel to them between them if I want sort of thing. Yeah. looks cool though. I'm excited. It's going to be awesome. I think like an improved and, and like they know what they did, what they needed to fix. And yep. it wasn't a whole lot, and there's but there's definitely things they need to fix. So like just a quote unquote fixed version of Horizon is gonna be amazing. Um, yeah, but this isn't coming for. Does it even have a 2021 date on it? It didn't. It didn't get a date at all. And I think I'm yeah. trying to remember. So big things. The only things I know that had a date. Spider Man was holiday. Um, Pragmata was 2022. Yeah. Ghostwire was 2021. Uh, RE8 was 2021. And I think those were the only things that even had any date on them at all. So I mean I I I guess um I mean I know, I know you're 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 kind of leading this. I guess to, to conclude all this though like are you are you like getting a PS5 day 1? Yeah. Okay. This this, this <laughs> told mean, me I was sorry this told this told me I wasn't. That's why I was that's why I was surprised. I was ready to pre-order like am I I mean obviously the console price is going to come in and like do I actually want to spend that much money now and all that sort of thing. But to me this was like 2021 is going to be amazing. I don't want to play Assassin's Creed and NBA and a Spider-Man game for like four months before it like really kicks off. It's my issue with this is always like, and this is my thought whenever a new console comes out is I can pay the 500 or whatever in November and get yeah. everything from the moment it starts, or I can wait until May the next year and pay 480. And then it's like, I'm, I'm gonna sure it's it's the same amount of money regardless like you know I, I exactly you so it's like why that's a good point, why, why bother why bother waiting when i'm just gonna sit here and i'm gonna spend maybe i'm gonna save 50 bucks or get a free pack in game six yeah. months later because there's not gonna be a price cut till 2021 holiday maybe even past that depending on how th- sales go so sure it's one of those things where it's just like i can sit here and try and like because that's what i did with an xbox one i was like oh, i'll wait for a price cut and then it's like i think i waited two years and i saved like 70 bucks off launch price so it's like well sure that's good that yeah. was worth it <laughs> no that's a good point but I, I mean i guess are there are there any games you're excited for launch um is, is again my- i think 
I think there's not enough launch lineup of like what is and what isn't. Um, sure. But Spider-Man is up there. Spider-Man is something I want to play as soon as it comes out. That's something that I'm yeah. pumped about. Um, otherwise, like, I just, I don't think we know. Resident Evil 8, I want to play on my PS5. I think after the show, they said it was early 2021, like mm-hmm. that February, March window. Yeah. Um, that's something I'm not going to get. It. But that's the thing, too, is then as soon as it comes out, it's like, I know I'm getting a PS5, so why on earth am I buying Deathloop on PS4 instead of PS5? Yeah, uh, that, uh, you know, shoot, that's a, that a good point. I just usually pick up a, <laughs> I usually pick up a console with a game, like I, like with like a game in mind. Like I'm waiting for that game. Like I got Bloodborne with PS4, and that was kind of like the game I waited for before I picked one up sort of thing. So I was just See, and that's, and that's the thing where it's just like in my mind, I don't, there's no point in waiting just to save 30 bucks. It's sure. like I'm going to have this thing. I might as well get it from the beginning and start when I want to start versus, well, but is it really worth it for Spider-Man? It's like, no, but in six months, it's going to be worth it for Horizon. So I might as well get it now and play Spider-Man. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I agree. So on my <laughs> I agree point, with my good point. <laughs> <laughs> on that great point that I just made, uh, we'll wrap this up. PlayStation 5, I think off to a good start. Yep. Um, we'll see what more comes out. I'm sure over the next five months, we'll see a whole bunch more stuff. Get a solid launch lineup. Hear about yeah. VR get a little bit more into like UI features and what those things going to look like and do, but mm-hmm. that's a good set of games to start with, I think. Yeah. So uh, we are Workforce Gaming. You can follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming. You can subscribe to us wherever you're listening, and we will see you later. Bye.